Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Connor Nolan's appearance in the zone is brought to you by Allstate Insurance with agent John Mark Goings. The pitch, check swing, appeal, got him. The appeal to the first base umpire, Macias says he got him. Seven strikeouts in seven dominant innings for Connor Nolan. John Mark Goings Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Great inning by Connor Nolan. How about that? One, two, three. Outstanding. Are you in good hands? All right, let's bring him on. Connor Nolan, one last time for the season. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How about you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. We're a week removed from Omaha. You've had a little time to process it. Uh, obviously, you guys made a great run. Didn't get exactly where you wanted to be. But uh, give me kind of your thoughts after a week to marinate on the run through Omaha. I mean, just what a great experience we had there. Uh, a great run. It's tough to win any of those games. So, you know, knowing that we went in there and took care of business a couple times and came up just short to who would be the national champs is pretty impressive. And uh, I think we're, everyone's just proud of this team. Uh, it's, it's hard to do it, and uh, we gave it a good run. I know Michael Turner was, uh, I guess, named to the all-tournament team. I was a little surprised that you didn't get a nod after your performances. Um, you certainly had a lot of guys that played very well throughout. I mean, overall, how would you assess the performance from the team while you guys were there? I thought we played great. Uh, we threw the ball well, and uh, we played great defense. We hit the ball, and you know, it's, it's hard to, to play that way every game, especially when you're seeing all the best pitchers across the country and uh, everyone kind of steps up to that stage and uh, embraces that moment and does does what they need to do so I mean we ran into a buzzsaw and in Delusia but uh, other than that I think we we gave everybody a good run and and played some really good baseball when I was in college there were a couple of girls that ran around together and my buddy nicknamed them hot and hotter that was the way it was in that last game with you guys I mean you were incredible <laughs> And you just got outdueled a little bit. What was it like to be part of a, a two nothing game like that, where both pitchers were really doing well? Uh, it was wild. You know, I woke up, I woke up on the the morning of that game, and I didn't really know what I was going to have to do to to help us win. You know, I I envisioned it'd be something around five or six innings, but standing on the mound at the seventh in a low scoring ball game and him throwing a shutout. I mean, uh, it's kind of one of those that I won't forget for a while, and uh, it'll definitely go down as one of the the best games I've ever been a part of. Yeah, well, that's what we were we were debating that day of the game. We're like, okay, if you can get five out of Connor, that'd be mm-hmm. amazing after the performance he gave, and he's on short rest, and then you don't, you don't only go seven, you go eight. It was crazy, and yeah. uh, it was wild. So uh, it was a little frustrating, though. I mean, again, the, you know, the offense just, you know, when, when they did put put a bat on it, they just hit it at people. It was just one of those days, I guess. That's We have said a million times in this segment, Connor, that's baseball. It is. It's just uh, it can be a heartbreaking thing. It definitely can. I mean, we've had days where we've we've hit the ball hard, and it just goes right to people. And you know, we've had days where we hit little dribblers, and they get through, and we rack up twelve or fifteen hits, and that's just kind of how it goes. But uh, you know, it props props to Delusia for getting them to hit it to people. And I mean, I don't think he can throw much much of a better game. You go nine any shutout. That's mm. uh, that's that's why uh, that team you know, had a chance to win a national championship. Did you watch Ole Miss Saturday and Sunday? Yes, I did. I had to watch. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. You play at that field, you know, two days before, and then you're watching other teams play, sitting at home, and uh, it was kind of a weird experience. But definitely one that I'm glad I did. Did it make you feel 
better that they won or worse that they won? See, that's always the question. I mean, you, you kind of don't know who to cheer for, and um, I think it's one of those things when somebody beats you and then progresses in the tournament, everybody wants to say that you want them to win. But I was kind of in the middle. I didn't really mind. I thought both teams played well and deserved it throughout the tournament. So I, I kind of just got to sit back and enjoy baseball. Do you think, and I know it's hard to answer this, but do you think if you guys had found a way to score three runs and beat Ole Miss, think you guys could have pulled it off against Oklahoma? I mean, it was going to be a, a challenge from a pitching standpoint. Yeah, I think I mean, I mean, think anytime you get in a national championship, you got a chance. Uh, you never know. You could come out there and score 15 runs no matter what the pitching looks like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I think we were hot at the time, and you know, we scored 17 against Stanford against their dudes, so you never know. You come out on a good day, and that's that's part of the what-if of if we would have won. It's, it's hard to say. Yeah. Connor Nolan joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. So we talked to Bubba on Monday, and we started talking about uh, departures, and I want to talk to you about that a little bit as well. But we also talked about guys who might come back that had some options. Well, your name came up. So I will ask you, do you have a decision on what your plans are moving forward yet? I do not. I'm still, uh, you know, pondering on my options, and um, you know, I haven't really made a definitive choice yet. So, kind of all up in the air, and I've got a little time to decide. So, I guess it's coming down to the wire. What are the factors that you'll weigh as you decide whether or not to use the COVID year or to try to turn pro? Uh, I think the draft is the biggest thing. It's a big question mark for a lot of people, and uh, it's hard to get good information from. Uh, you know, everyone really. So that would be a big thing, and you know, it's it's hard not to want to be a hog for another year. I mean, what's you you know flying on private jets to <laughs> uh, your baseball games? You're not riding on a bus, so you know, there's definitely the options uh, that are there, and uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Have you thought about your post baseball career? Like, once it's all over and done with professionally, and everything. I mean, do you have a, something you want to do long term? I don't know. I always I always joke around that I'm going to run for governor at some point, but uh, <laughs> I haven't really thought too much about it. Well, if you'd have thrown your hat in the ring after that eight-inning performance the other day, you, you would have had a real good shot, I would think. <laughs> I might have to. Yeah. It's still open. Yeah. Is there more to the draft and the decision than just basically the money that they offer? I mean, I know you're going to have a figure you want. Is that kind of what it boils down to? I think – you know, if you get drafted in the first 10 rounds, you kind of have priority in the minor leagues. I think that's a big thing. And, uh, you know, you start slipping into the 11th and through 20, you're kind of on the on the back burner, I would say, for most teams. So, I mean, that's a big thing. You know, you want to get in a place where you have an, a, a chance to progress quickly. And um, that that is a big factor in a lot of guys' careers if you have the support from a team. You you had such a good bookend of your season. You just had a couple of outings that maybe didn't go your way. But when you look back at the season that you had, especially the way you finished, did it exceed your expectations, meet them, or fall short? Uh, I think it exceeded. You know, after last season, I uh, you know went and kind of had the discussion with all the coaching staff and strength staff, and kind of put a plan together to to get to where I wanted to be. And you know, I I knew I wanted to be a starter, but I didn't know how how that would look and, you know, to look back on the season and know that I stayed in the Friday spot all year and uh, competed, you know, every weekend for the team. And uh, statistically it wasn't, you know, a a record setting season, but 
I felt like every game I went out there, we had a chance to win, and you know that's all you can ask for at the end of the day. Do NIL deals start to come into play for guys like you that are deciding whether to come back because now you know you can make a little money uh, playing for the Razorbacks? I think that definitely helps. I mean, I think you're seeing it across the country with recruiting. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of commitments recently, and I, I think there's definitely the ability to make decisions off of that. We see players leaving and going into the portal. What should fans that are freaking out, what should they be thinking about and focused on with this team, this program? Uh, I think, you know, there's there's two sides to that story. There's a lot of guys going into the portal, but and they're going to go somewhere else, but there's a lot of guys from other places that are leaving too that will end up in, in New Jersey's. And uh, I think that's kind of a new transition that people are going to have to get used to. I mean, the transfer portal is bigger than ever, and, People are going to come from all over the place and, uh, you know, wear the Razorback jersey. So I think there's there's an appreciation you have to have for the players that are leaving and you thank them for their time. And then, you know, we're going to get new, fresh faces and into the program. Regardless of your decision, what do you think of the pitching staff next year? I mean, I think you have unbelievable talent coming back. I mean, you think about the guys at the end of the year that were really – um, you know, key contributors. You think of you know, Will McIntyre, Hagen Smith, uh, Brady Tiger, uh, Jackson Wiggins will be back next year. There's a lot of depth there and a lot of options. And then younger guys that are going to be developed through the summer and come back. And then I'm sure uh, through the portal, there'll be experienced arms that are coming in. So um, I think there's no shortage of talent on this uh, next staff. And you never know who's going to make that jump. Brady's getting an opportunity to. Uh, I guess to get on this national team, and he's uh, him and Hagen Smith, I think, is the other one. Yeah, um, you know, he did not again have a, a great finish to his season, but we saw his his talent, and certainly he was recognized for that with this opportunity. Um, I had heard about an incident where he, you know, he had that the tough outing at the World Series, and I guess was hanging his head a little bit, and you went over and picked him up. Can you can you tell us that story? How that went down? Yeah, obviously that he went into pitch against. Um... I can't even remember who it is now, but he went into pitch and it didn't go so well. You know, obviously hit a batter, walked the guy, and you know he came in. He was disappointed. Went to the the bathroom, and uh, you know in those situations, it's always about who's going to pick up the guy uh, that was just in there. And for him, it was Zach Morris that was coming to the game. So I kind of just went back there, grabbed him, and said, "Man, Zach, uh, Zach's going to do it for you. He's going to pick us up, and uh, you need to get out there and cheer him on. Cause that's all you can do now. It's, it's in the past, and it's time to move on." And, uh, let someone else take it over. So, you know, he comes back out there, and Zach Morris handles business, and, you know, we're walking through the line, and I just kind of went up to him and was like, man, I told you, that's how the world works. <laughs> I thought it was very uh, telling, and I guess your your speech worked because uh, there was a shot of the dugout, and as soon as that last out, that fly ball to left was caught, Tiger was the first one to jump over the rail. And I thought that was very cool and a, a, a very mature move. Well, now that we know the backstory, there was a reason behind it, and someone gave him a little pep talk. So, uh, kudos to you for uh, being a leader and doing that. Yeah, it's uh, it's it speaks to the culture we have here, and everybody's cheering for each other. And when you're not in the game, everybody's uh, pulling for the next guy. So, I think that's uh, really what's taught here, and I think that's what makes this place special. Talking to Connor Nolan on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline again. If you're just tuning in, thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. 
I don't, you know, I, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this or you have any information, but I have to ask about Paulette because, you know, he's obviously got some options and coming off the injury and the surgery. Um, have you guys had any conversations, what what he might do? Or, again, does it kind of depend with the draft where you guys end up? Uh, I haven't really asked him about it. You know, I've kind of just been enjoying my time with him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, working out and, and doing all that. So um, I haven't really got to that point with him, but I'm sure he's in the same boat as a lot of people. You know, he has options, and um, it's – if it works out in the draft, you know, happy for him and, and glad it works out. But if not, then, uh, you know, he's got a place to come back next year. Did you Have you given yourself a deadline? I mean, baseball is different because unlike other sports, you, you, have to, you don't have to make a decision. I mean, you can just see how things shake out and then decide what you're going to do, although I'm sure teams want to have a conversation about what are you going to do. But uh, have you given yourself a deadline on a decision, or does it all just depend on how it plays out in a couple of weeks here? You know, I'm, I'm hoping to make a decision sooner than later. But, you know, we we just got back from Omaha a week ago, and you know, I had probably two weeks here to really hone in and, and try to get that figured out. So uh, it's kind of all moving fast right now. But, uh, you know, I don't think either way it goes. It's a, it's a bad choice. So uh, I'm excited. Do you have an advisor, or is it you and your family talking with the major league teams? It's an advisor. Pretty much everybody in college has an advisor after they came out with the rule and said uh, you can't have an agent, but you can have an advisor. So uh, he's pretty much been doing all that. <laughs> yes. It's we, pretty funny. We do love to split the hairs in the NCAA, don't we? <laughs> oh, they love it. Is he an They're agent? good at it. Yes, they are. Is this guy an agent? No, he's my advisor. Oh, okay. That's fine then. Pretty funny. Uh, what will you do the rest of the summer? I mean, I guess it depends on your decision, but I mean, what are what are your other plans? Do you have anything you're you're looking forward to this summer? Uh, I mean, I've been working kids camp here uh, in Fayetteville for the, I guess this past week, and um, you know I got a little little bit of camps left in the summer. But other than that, I'll be here working out, and I might try to escape for a week for a little vacation. But who knows? <laughs> I guess it, we'll see how things play out. Uh, if you do exactly. decide to come back. Can we get a commitment now that you will hang out with us again? It wasn't too terrible of an experience, I hope. No, I, I love doing this. And uh, if I come back next year, you can you can count me in. Okay, I like that. Hmm. When's the draft? 17th. July 17th? Mm-hmm. 17th, 18th, and 19th. What are you going to do during the draft? Uh, I don't know. You know I, might, I might just go out on the golf course and hit them around. I might hang out with my family. I don't, I don't really have any plans. <laughs> It's a crazy time. I mean, just to think, you know, and wait. And I don't know if I could just sit there and wait. And, and, and hopefully you don't have to wait long, but, you know, that would be very stressful. Well, just the next two weeks waiting, I mean, is probably kind of stressful, I would think, as well. But but it sounds like you're, you've got uh, – you're thinking about a lot of different things. So, I mean, there's, it's not just about that. So, I guess it's – there's plenty to weigh there. What kind of golfer are you? Uh, I think I'm like everybody, pretty wishy-washy, you know. I'll go out there some days and think I'm Tiger Woods, and I'll go out there some days and want to hang them up. But that's what keeps you coming back. You always hit one good shot on 18, and you come back the next day. I played golf with former position players. Like Kevin McReynolds is a great golfer. Um, but typically, pitchers are expected to be pretty salty when they play golf. I guess just because you guys, at least when you get to the pro ranks, you have a little more downtime maybe. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's expectations there. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. you gotta be, you got to be pretty good. Who's the best golfer on the team? Uh, that's a tough question. I think Miller Plyman probably is the best golfer. Okay. Um, we got a we got a couple other guys that can swing it pretty well, but he definitely takes the cake. Would you take the pitchers over all the position guys? 
every day. Yeah. There's no questions about that one. Okay. See, that, that makes sense. The that's, baseball swing messes with them. Maybe that's it. You know? It's, I don't know. Didn't hurt Kevin. I can tell you that much. <laughs> that guy can mash. Hopefully he's not listening. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, I've seen him swing the driver. He can hit it. Well, Connor, I want to thank you again. Uh, I got a chance to, you know, see you for a second up in in Omaha, and I thanked you then. But I want to thank you on the air. I appreciate the time this year. It was really great, and you're very insightful and honest. I thought it was, you know, I thought eye opening probably for our listeners, and it was certainly a lot of fun for us. And I appreciate John Mark Goings as well for sponsoring the segment. And uh, you know, we're wishing you the best no matter what happens for you. But if you uh, end up back in a Razorback uniform again, you know, obviously we're we're planning on getting you back on next year. Yeah. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I'll be. I'll. Uh, I'll definitely call you when I make that decision, and we'll see what we can do next year. And I, I'd like to say the same thing. I thank you to John Mark Owens. That's. Uh, I really appreciate what he did, and it's uh, always fun every week. Looking forward to this. So I appreciate you guys. Maybe we could. You know. You know who needs an NIL deal more than a college athlete. A minor league baseball player. So maybe we can work an NIL deal for you next year, Connor, if we get a sponsor. We can follow you around through the minor leagues if that's what you end up doing. That, that might be a good idea, too. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, take care, man. Enjoy your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate See it. See you.